0: Welcome to Hensley's Hangout with Kyle and Pat. What's up, folks? This is your host Kyle Chamberlain here with another episode of Hensley's Hangout, where me and my co-host break down everything going on in our ten-person fantasy football league. Pat, how you doing today? Doing great, Kyle. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. Uh, so we got a jam-packed episode today. Not really, actually, uh, not as many matchups as usual, so not quite as much to talk about. But we did squeeze in a uh, a, a fun little Christmas time segment where we're comparing all of the remaining playoff teams to classic Christmas songs. Um, and of course, as always, the review of this past week's matchups. And I look forward to what's coming up in the next, uh, I guess, in the next week. Yep. In the playoffs.
1: A lot of. A lot of regular NFL action a lot of fun games uh
0: absolutely insane week any a, the people out there who love to talk about the NFL's rigged we're having a field day with some of these games oh yeah
1: there's a there's plenty of games at least three of them where the Vegas definitely was reaping in some benefits dude
0: <laughs> craziness so uh I guess let's start with the cult uh the, <laughs> they blew the 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 biggest lead of all time.
1: <laughs> uh, by yeah, by far. I I, well, no, I knew, by one point. I know. So the craziest <laughs> thing about that game too was we were all watching it. It was one o'clock on a Saturday before like we were really getting our day started, and everybody had like the Vikings usually as their money line, and a lot of their parlays, mm. and because they were like, we're not sure how bad they're going to beat the Colts, but there's no they're way they're dropping. Win. Game. Yeah, they're probably going to win. Um, as soon as that game started. I was genuinely laughing at the T V just oh, because no. I was like, This is just comical, like how bad they're losing. It's like at this point it's like whatever. Like it sucks to lose oh, money. But
0: Jonathan Taylor goes down like yeah. one play in.
1: Um Vikings went for it twice in their own um uh, in their own part of the field, didn't get it. A couple pick six block punt. Mm-hmm. Like just oh, everything yeah. went. Punt. There was just nothing going right. I was kinda of embarrassed for both sides in the fact that like the Colts. Obviously choked the game away, but right. the Vikings, how they started off so slow and just an absolute shit show. And my question to you is, does this show you that Jeff Saturday can't coach? Uh,
0: I mean, I think we probably all knew that before. Like, it was kind of like there was a, maybe a little bit of a honeymoon period. Like, with you Jeff really Sunday. have to
1: try hard to lose that game. Like, think about it like this. They were up 33-0 at halftime, I believe it was. Yeah. They could run the ball three straight times and just take the clock down to like right. five or less, and they <laughs> and you still don't lose that game. Like, <laughs> like it's just mathematic Like I, they, it was a really special thing, and to see how bad they could choke that away, and just shows you how washed Matt Ryan is too.
0: Yeah, I uh, I don't think I, I I guess I wonder who the Colts are going to start next year. It's like such a sh- total shit show, and obviously that's not ending anytime soon. So one thing I I saw on Twitter was that Frank Reich was the quarterback for the Bills and had the. Last time, I guess previously, the record for the biggest comeback ever—the yep, thirty-two Oilers—he led game. the thirty-two point comeback, and now he lost his job to freaking Jeff Saturday, and he choked away an even bigger lead. So, so he, he doesn't, doesn't have even a have a record that record anymore. anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the other game that was, I think, driving people crazy is that the ending to that Patriots game. So I just want to make sure that I have this right. The Patriots—they were trying to run out the clock to get to to get to uh overtime. So as bad as
1: it sounds, I didn't really research what the Patriots rationale was. Cause no matter what, how they tried to explain it, it was dumb. It was
0: zeros on the clock. Why didn't they just, I mean like, why are you trying to Because Everybody was trying to
1: say that, they, that they didn't know that they were tied, but what there were just so there's two, there's all, also a bunch of angles with this too, where it's like the Patriots also stepped out of bounds on that throw backwards by Jacoby Myers and they reviewed it. Oh. But, which begs the question, what's the fucking point of interviewing if it shows that Jacoby Myers was out of bounds when he threw the ball?
0: Well, then, wait, so then should, that, should that have made it they said a dead that's, ball?
1: That's that's the point. That's what everybody's been raving about, is that it was just a questionable call in that what? aspect. Exactly. And also, Jacoby Myers, did you think big-eared Mac Jones was going to catch that ball and run you guys down for a touchdown? I mean. And then Chandler Jones just put his dick right in his face and just bitch-slapped him on the way to one of the most craziest or arguably the craziest ending
0: in NFL history. I am worried about my player, Jacoby Myers. I feel like he's probably <laughs> on the non-football injury list. Belichick ran him Mental down. Mental health issues. Ran him down with his Oldsmobile or something outside <laughs> of the stadium. I mean, like, what the f- – anyway. It was a fun and, fun weekend of
1: football. I mean, we we actually missed you on Saturday at Doss, Beer Hall. Paul came down just real quick. Tyler and the whole fam got to see mm-hmm. baby Julia. Mm-hmm. Madeline, it was a nice little – street Mike Marshall stopped by Jeanette Butch. Wow. Mr. Real Showdown. crew, yeah. Showdown. Yeah.
0: Uh well, you know, I'm I'm glad that I was not there for that Ravens game.
1: No, that was not fun. Um we talking in about this in the group chat. So yeah, not really to want to be a dead horse about it. All I'll say is two things. The fire Greg Roman chants have starting to become a little bit louder. A lot louder. But you know what's gonna save his job? Signing Sammy Watkins. <laughs> 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 Yep, that's confirmed, folks. I mean, we talked about it, but like, how is that not like the most ridiculous shit in the world? That we're we're gonna, we gonna go against the Falcons on Sunday or on Saturday? Not sure who's playing quarterback yet, but you have Demarcus Robinson, Deshaun Jackson, and uh, probably Sammy Watkins.
0: Uh, 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 <laughs> oh yikes! And Devin Duvernay's on IR. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever. I I think I think probably. If we miss the playoffs, it's like
1: I don't think we'll miss playoffs, you don't think so, but we're just gonna hobble there more than likely be a first round exit, yes we I mean the Bengals look damn good, I mean, oh my
0: God, are you kidding me they're
1: yeah they, and they, they so the difference between us and the Bengals is that the Bengals are I think ten and four and we're nine and five mm-hmm.
0: they I mean, look like a ten and four team, yeah, we look like and, a five and nine and team.
1: we're we're barely beating or barely losing to bad teams, and they're going on the road, beating the Chiefs, you yeah. know,
0: I mean, taking these it, after... Have I, actual weapons and wide receivers. At, at some point on Sunday evening, Sean put in the chat something along the lines of, like, the Bengals now lead the division. And I was like, uh, no shit. Like, they look so good. They look so good right now. Um, and uh, the Ravens look awful. Uh, anyway, in other news, Argentina won the World Cup. I don't give a shit. I'm not a football fan.
1: Leo Messi got his final World Cup. He's Probably solidifies him as the greatest soccer player of all time. Um, it was a really fun World Cup. Not going to lie to you, I watched pretty religious amount of Premier League soccer. Wow! But you know, there's a lot of questions leading up to it being in Qatar, um, Fool this man. and <laughs> and it, uh, it was a fun World Cup. As all things considered, next one's in the United States. But uh, you know, like I said, everybody can go back to not caring about soccer and. One thing I do hate is, or I wanted to ask you: Do you like the Olympics at all? Yeah,
0: I like the Olympics a lot. I fucking hate the Olympics. I think they're the, both summer and winter. You hate them both. Oh my
1: them. god, they're the b- most boring shit in the world.
0: No, nah, it's fun. It's uh, Zen. You just throw it on. You just watch people yeah. swim.
1: That's fucking terrible.
0: <laughs> no, nah, it's fun. Well, Moving on. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm sorry I asked that question. I thought you were going to say like this: It's the most overrated shit in the world. No, it's like, no, I,
0: lo- the- I, I love the Olympics. Yeah, watch people do all the flips and stuff off of the World Cup. That sig- shit rocks significantly better. whatever anyway (laughs) moving into our new segment where i guess special christmas christmas edition segment we're going to be comparing each of the remaining playoff teams to some classic christmas songs so um i was thinking about prudence he's the number one seed um he's kind of the favorite going into this so i was thinking like all right what is a favorite Christmas song? And I, at first I was thinking jingle bells or something like that. Naturally. But um since the owner of the team is Jewish, it didn't really seem right. So, yarmulke, laugh, so. here comes Hanukkah. <laughs> so much to celebrate Hanukkah.
1: The funniest thing was that. Right before we were making this segment, you were like, oh, shit, Prudence is Jewish. And I'm like, well, we got to do the Hanukkah song <laughs> with Adam Sandler. I love that song. Eight Crazy Nights, very underrated Christmas movie. Well, it's a Hanukkah movie, but very corny, very crude. But I love
0: that movie. I don't think I've ever seen it. going to have to pick it up on Blu-ray.
1: Yes, Blu-ray.
0: Hey, at video times, <laughs> wanted we'll to talk, ask oh, our sponsor. Yeah. Mention promo code Hensley. Um <laughs> so up next Erdman's I was thinking they're like a you know big powerhouse team they're putting up shitloads of points they had a bye week this week and they're still going to win the $20 they're large and in charge so very
1: strong
0: strong song Trans-Siberian orchestra mode I feel like this is what's playing in the locker room over at, at the cellmate this week oh yeah while they're mopping the floors cooking dinner mm. this is, oh yeah peeling potatoes yeah
1: making wine out of the toilet <laughs>
0: Uh so okay, number three team, it's me. I feel like this year I've been pretty steadily putting up points. So you had you to know. go with an old face. I've been I've been here I've been here last year. I'm hitting the I'm hitting the top of the billboard charts every year. Collecting I'm those sure. royalties. Absolutely. I'm I'm all I want for Christmas. Do you Wednesday, like this baby. song? Yeah, I love it. Okay. I, I think is, it's yeah, a, I it's like one of those guilty pleasure songs. I think it's great. Yeah. It's a, and, and, and it's like Every band or every musician that makes a Christmas song now, this is what they're trying to do. Yes, and I think the thing about this song too is that
1: Mariah Carey, like, she makes so much money off it. But you know what? I really can't stand when girls play this song not during the holidays. Oh, and they just no, they just get all fucking dripping wet over this song. You can't do that. No, I. It's a great song, and I love it during the holidays, just because it's
0: it's fun and uplifting. But not to, not in the off season. I know. time and a place. Lastly, Boakland. He I mean, here he is, he's getting into the semifinals. I mean, he's an underdog here for sure. Um, but he's got a great squad. So I was thinking, okay, underdog maybe like a little bit of a sleeper Christmas hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, a hit nonetheless. Do you like this Christmas song? Time. Yeah. It's okay. Maybe I like it. I like it too. I know some people are like kinda of haters on this one, but
1: I mean I fuck with it. You just hear all these cl- timeless classics sort of looping. And- it's not one of the worst ones or more cringy ones. It's, it's wholesome.
0: Yeah. All right. Deal.
1: And, you know, it's an under, like, underrated song, so fit the Boaklands team right away.
0: Well, you want to get into the week? Let's do it. Last week, today. All right. So coming out of the first round of the playoffs, uh, Prudence and uh, the Erdmans, obviously, they had buys. Myself, Abshag, in twenty thirty two, and Team Boakland are moving on into the semifinals.
1: Good thing no one did play Tyler this week, though. He was our highest scorer with over oh, one hundred and eighty points.
0: So, uh... oh yep, grabbing that, grabbing that booze again. So Tyler asked us last week if we had kept score on on what our records were, and you know, I, I wish I could say that we we could tell, but my maybe my... by the
1: maybe by the uh the emptiness of the year bottle, We bottle tell
0: my brilliant co-host has saved over many of our uh, show documents so we can't go back and check however <laughs> you know what yeah go ahead sorry i was gonna say i don't think we even need to i don't think we even need to look because i think i've probably been drinking like two to one so
1: off of my incompetence and not incompetence but my pure lazy or weaponized laziness we'll call it <laughs> and it's christmas i'll drink with you so cheers <laughs> salute
0: Oh, down the hatch that was a double shot minimum for you. I know
1: I just decided to kill the whole bottle I'm tired of looking at it over there it was, it's an excellent year but uh yeah Merry Christmas to you man Merry Christmas let's get into our matchup since uh not too much surprise going on here but uh sorry dude no did it as well for you That was a good game it was a handshake for guys that couldn't see that but um I'm glad I lost you, and it wasn't something I was frustrated by. I mean, my team didn't show up. I was I had low expectations, but, I mean, your team showed up. I, no surprise with that.
0: Um, so, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen and Joe Burrow definitely give me a big floor, and Josh had a ceiling game this week with 34 points. So, I mean, that, that, that that's really that. Um, Tyreek Hill had, like, a pretty good game, I mean, by Tyreek Hill standards. Mm-hmm. He got uh, it. I mean, when you're projected 20-something points and you almost get that, that's pretty impressive. Right, yeah, totally. So can't complain about that. Saquon showed up big this week. Um, Tony Pollard wasn't a ceiling game that I was hoping for, but again. He still was steady. I yeah, mean Zeke got two touchdowns. So right? the or question I wanted
1: won. to ask you, I mean, with your two, you're automatically starting both your quarterbacks. Tyree Kill's not moving, Saquon Barkley. Right. Uh, I think Tony Pollard is starting to move into that must start category with the amount of volume and the way the Cowboys offense is going. But what on your team are other automatic starts or you know guys that you think you need to plug in on a consistent so, basis? You
0: know it's funny you mention that about Tony Pollard because he's got Philly this week, which is not a great matchup for running backs, but after that Tennessee is like the worst matchup for run, one of the worst matchups for yes. running backs, and that's in the championship. So like I'm probably gonna start him this week, but I'm really gonna have to think twice if I do make it to the championship about starting him again, um, that yeah, I mean he's still he's still splitting significant carries with Zeke, who is yeah.
1: also still producing. Yeah, I he's, mean he's so, playing a
0: lot better than I thought he was going to. Yeah,
1: be, same sure. here. That trade I made to have him as a, as a running back, I should paid off pretty well. But uh, in other news, though, I mean Njoku has to be your auto started tight end. You'd think,
0: I, yeah, I mean sadly, you know, I traded for him because I needed somebody who was going to be kind of a, a more steady number one tight end, and that's him. He's the only one I've got right now who's healthy. I mean, Hayden Hurst could be that guy, but he's hurt. Austin Hooper, I mean, yeah. he's not that guy. Yeah. He, I think he caught two balls, and one of them happened to be a touchdown. It's like I'm not trying to right. roll those dice. The one
1: person that is a little bit glaring these last couple of weeks is Miles Sanders because he was he would be the guy when you'd think on a 13 one Eagles team that uh, as as the number one running back to be the guy that to sit there with Saquon but he's been having some interesting and I well, I've, I've highlighted this in the beginning of the season or in the middle of the season with the Eagles like they just have a really uh unorthodox way of using Miles Sanders in their of the running backs, yes. period yeah
0: and I it's it's because Jalen is so dynamic but like looking at his looking at his scores throughout the year it's like looking at uh like a good wide receiver in that he'll go RB3 and then RB63 you know like that's kind of just yeah the, that's just the experience with Miles Sanders. It's some weeks. No, that's the
1: reason why you know. But like when he has those you know big games, it's huge. But you have that
0: risk of having those lower games. So I mean, it's it's tough, but I I think he is more of a matchup play. And it, but with with Jalen potentially being out, and we're going to talk about that more with Tyler later on. But uh, with with Jalen potentially being out, I've got to imagine that they'll lean more on him than they would. Oh, 100 percent, especially that. against so, the Cowboys. So th- I mean. Yeah, it's it's a it's a tricky one.
1: A couple other points from our game, uh, real quick with you. I mean, one of the things that had to hurt in Tyler Lockett go down. I didn't realize Brutal. how good of a fantasy season he was having. He's he's got he's, a high volume guy.
0: He's awesome. He's really good. I've I never
1: just, been a Tyler Lockett fan, but uh, he's having a really good fantasy season. I, I
0: just looked. He's the wide receiver eight overall. I know. That's, That's what crazy. I. I was
1: I was shook by that.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's with Geno Smith quietly very good. I mean, it's like the the thing with Tyler Lockett, it's like if you Google or if you look him up on on YouTube, you can find compilations of him catching the ball and taking a dive instantly. It's just the way that he plays. So, like, the fact that he he plays that way but still got hurt is frustrating, but, I mean, whatever. Yeah,
1: and then lastly, um, the only reason why I was hoping I would be able to beat you is if your team took a dive, which was going to be unlikely, but (laughs) I was... You should have seen me trying to set my lineup, trying to think, like, who's the guy that's going to go off? But I had the worst matchups, man. And, and not yeah. having Lamar
0: was just a big deal. I will say, you picked the right week for Pittman. He's been pretty bad this year. But yeah, you, I mean, you with, Matt, pick, yeah, with right Matt Ryan,
1: it's kind of hard. But, I mean, I picked the right guys for the most part. It's not like anybody on my bench if you plug them. Even if you put all my best guys in, I wasn't beating you this week. so. I mean, it is what it is. I, I just wanted to be in playoffs for just the sake of the, that my team has been there two straight weeks, and obviously I wasn't going to be able to live it down if Paul got in over
0: me. So I I added this to the uh, the doc a little late, so I don't know if you saw it, but I just wanted to, for, for your team and, and for, sadly, the McCracken as well, what's on Donnie's running Tab's headstone at the end of this fantasy season? Got to be Extend Lamar. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, it's just –
1: he's – He's my guy. Like, he was my first-round pick uh, in our last year's draft. I mean, I love his potential. I love his, you know, sustainability. I mean, he's starting to show some signs of injuries, inconsistent play, and I'm really hoping that the Ravens invest in actual weapons when they do sign him to a long-term deal eventually. They would have to. I mean, again, another topic we talked about at nauseum. so I'm not going to get into it too much. But, I mean, I love my team. I, I really like the guys on there uh talk to you before the beginning of the show about you know kind of diversifying my assets kind of trying to improve in some aspects I have some guys on other teams that I'm going to be pursuing in the off season, but I mean I'm I like where I'm at I got a deep running back room which is very very key my wide receivers are consistent and I have some good tight end death got some don't have a first round pick this year mm. but I mean it is what it is I have some good young talent
0: Hey, I mean, it's gonna be a long off season. You can always get one if you want. Yeah,
1: one. absolutely. I, I got some flexibility. I can lump some guys in to maybe improve a little bit.
0: I have some like I said, I have some guys I've highlighted, so uh should be fun. Up next, McCracken versus Boakland. This one came down to Monday Night Football, and honestly, like I was I was kind of sizing it up before the matchup. This could have gone either way for yeah, sure. Absolutely. So it was Boakland had Aaron Jones and uh McCracken had Christian Watson and like Assuming, I mean, you look at those two players throughout the season, and it could have been either way. You know, Aaron Jones could have had a seven point seven points, they were pretty close and Christian going. Watson could have had a thirty three point four. Were they night. like
1: neck and neck going into Monday Night Football yeah. too? Well, I
0: think Bochum was like five points ahead or something like that. So, like
1: he had the advantage, but and it, I mean, Aaron Jones obviously is a little bit more dependable than a rookie wide receiver. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a fun game. I watched it a little bit. Yeah, I Rams are – I mean, I, I put money on it just so I had a reason to watch it and just for this reason to break it down. But, uh, you know, one thing I will have to comment, mm-hmm. uh, Ernie, about is that leaving Jalen Model on the bench was a little, <sighs> little puzzling to me, so, especially over – I mean, we talked about on the podcast playing Christian Watson just because he seems to be building a pr- pretty strong rapport with Aaron Rodgers. high ceiling. Yes, and he's fast and, you know – but Jerry Judy – with Brett Rippian starting to get even against the Sari Cardinals, I mean it wasn't like a significant difference, like maybe eight points, which just wasn't a lot, but fourteen points over Christian Watson—that was the—that was the game right there.
0: So I I was uh just kind of like looking through who everybody was starting going into the week, and I swear Waddle was in. Like I wonder when Josh took him out. Probably looked at the weather. <clears throat> I mean, oh yeah, that's the only thing I'll defend
1: him on was that. You know, Tua in Buffalo, with the weather that—I mean—they had a lot of snow on the ground. I mean, you saw the you saw the that you saw the story. snow in the stands. I mean, Dude, those
0: uh, the whole the 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 bit where the refs paused the game to tell the fans to stop throwing ice balls on the field—that was classic, right?
1: And that was a lot being thrown. But I mean, I can't really blame him on that regard. But you know, you just you got to go with how the boom potential is with mm-hmm. him over. I mean I would never ever start him over Jerry Judy or With probably, Brett Rippin. Yes, but again, neither here nor there. Um that wasn't really all that wasn't also his, you know, Achilles heel.
0: No, I mean it, I think it was definitely the the running back room in this one. I mean, Kamara had an okay day. I don't think he's had really any great games this entire the Saints season. Saints offense is just it's a nightmare.
1: Yeah, I mean when Andy Dalton Oh
0: no, excuse me. Kamara had one 40 point game. But that's about it.
1: Yeah, I mean Andy Dalton not having Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas, sorry, all year. I mean, they were a pretty remedial offense, all things considered. And,
0: I mean, he was starting Zonovan Knight, and I know you were making faces about this last week. Mm. I thought he was going to maybe pull it off. He had a couple big games, 17 and 16 points before this. Tell you
1: what, that Lions defense, kind of sneaky good. It's true. Lions in general.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would love for them to sneak into the playoffs. Yeah,
1: I mean, not to go back to my team or anything, but – I'm really, really excited for them mm-hmm. next year. Yeah. I'm in Ross St. Brown. Looks like he's legit.
0: Jameson Williams. Jared looks
1: awesome. Goff has been playing very well this season. Yeah. Hasn't had an interception in six games. I mean, he's not your perennial powerhouse when it comes to fantasy he's quarterbacks. He's like Kirk
0: Cousins. But- He's like a 28-year-old yeah. Kirk Cousins. But
1: the thing that the Lions are doing well now is they have a good balance between their running game with Swift and Williams. Yeah. And then they have a pretty deep wide receiver room with Amin, I mean, Rossi and Brown-Chark yeah. and Jameson Williams. Yeah. And if they can get, like, a tight end. I mean, the offensive line is great, by the, by the way. Panay Sewell is a yeah. legitimate left tackle. Mm-hmm. And if you give Jared Goff time to throw, he's definitely one of the better quarterbacks when he's actually protected. He hasn't turned the ball over in six weeks. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, they're playing well, and, I mean, I we got off the subject, but, you know, Lions defense kind of shut down the Jets. I mean, they had Zach Wilson playing. I mean, <laughs> had 300 yards, but he had 50% completion percentage. Of course, throw a pick, but
0: <laughs> either, neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, Zach Wilson looks like a real goofball in the pocket. Yeah, What's he doing there?
1: He just – I think he's overwhelmed. I just don't – I think they just missed on him. It's just, It's a sad story. I don't think he's a bad guy per se. I just think, you know, he isn't – NFL starter material.
0: So on the boakland side, um, he's got to be happy with what's going on with the with the Chargers receivers. Not boom games from either of them, but you know, pretty solid. Um, I, I I was looking into Joe Mixon stats because I feel like every week we're talking about like, oh another eh, kind of game from Joe. That's just what Joe Mixon is, though. um I mean, so right now he is the RB eleven on the season, but. Because of that so one much outlier. of that is the fifty-five point game. Like I I've never, what, I've
1: never gotten the Joe Mixon. I'll bet like, he's
0: in like the low twenties if you take that game out.
1: He's he's like a solid running back. I mean, he's or got good size teams, and he like he's utilized yeah. properly, but he just never has like those huge statistical games. I mean, he's okay. The one thing I do want to talk about with Bo Wait, before before <laughs> you do
0: though, um, Joe Mixon. <laughs> <laughs> Move this man! Corny!
1: But, uh... The one thing I keep thinking about, though, with Boakland, if he still had Trevor Lawrence, we might not be calling him an underdog. I don't know why he traded him. I mean, that trade was going to be there in the end of the season. I mean, if that's where he wanted to go... I mean, he didn't even use Marquise Brown yet. And he's... It's not like he's probably going to use him this year, either, because without the quarterback... What in the fuck?! So... I mean that'll be uh something we we'll the to We'll be offseason. revisiting in yeah. the off season. And uh lastly for McCracken, besides, you know, tight end Daniel Jones being inconsistent was his Achilles heel. Oh sorry, that's that's not McCracken, that's Boakland. Yeah. I uh, he's got an interesting tight end room with Dolchich.
0: But who I mean, some weeks he looks like the guy, other weeks he looks like a rookie. Inconsistent. Tight end. Yeah. Uh Daniel
1: Jones starting to become Daniel Jones, so we'll see how that plays out for him in the playoffs. So, what's uh what's what do you think josh's uh headstone is if mine was i
0: think Josh I think Josh's headstone is fuck alvin Kamara, I think he lives and dies by Kamara this season
1: yeah, he's got a pretty volatile relationship with Alvin Kamara, which unrightfully so and I, mean, I, I, mean, mean, I did try to
0: trade for him, but so i don't i don't want to i don't want to mess with the alvin Kamara trade market within the league by any means, but do you think so he he got in that fight in the strip club or whatever before the season and there are criminal charges that will be levied against him
1: and then they said that it was going to be levied against him
0: again in the season they never did but they will be eventually do you think that that's coming will, will that be all in the off season or will it affect next season it's hard for
1: me to say honestly i I'm not too familiar with the situation the fact that it's been delayed this long also just shows our American justice system and how you gotta love it, how folks. how slow the process moves
0: but my question is: Do you think there is a market for him it, it, within the league? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Somebody want? I mean, I understand why Josh doesn't want him anymore. Totally get that. But I mean, I, I think there's a market for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was interested in, in him for a little
0: bit. I don't think that I don't think that he's going to be this bad forever.
1: No, I think what the Saints need to do is address the quarterback position. Of course, I think they have decent uh, weapons on offense. They don't have a first round pick this year because it's owned by the Eagles
0: yeah isn't that like the number five or six pick right now as it's standing yes oh my god what a a shit show yeah (laughs) that's crazy dude
1: (laughs) I mean it's funny how that works out the rich get richer well how about Lions taking the Rams pick yep I mean there's a lot of Mm -hmm. teams that are 500 a little bit better that
0: are gonna Mm -hmm. be picking high Seahawks Seahawks Seahawks. yep not just this year
1: yep I know it's uh, and it's Wait, not just don't, first don't and second the, round.
0: I was gonna say the Seahawks get their first and the second round from... for like two tr- two straight years. It's crazy, and
1: they got their own picks. I mean, yeah, yeah. So I mean, their Seahawks are gonna be a team to watch next year. I yeah. think uh, they could probably look at possibly another quarterback pass rusher. I mean, who knows? I mean, Gino. This is the time while he's playing well is where you have a quarterback sit behind and kind of learn the system
0: if there's a guy at the number five or six pot that you think can be the guy
1: yeah i mean that's that's up to them i mean i think they have a lot of good pieces they have some they did well with their secondary in the draft they can get another pass rusher build that offensive lineup mm-hmm. you got your running back you got your wide receivers i mean lockett's like 30 but he's still producing so
0: yeah he's got a couple couple more years yeah. left on the tread.
1: And they got, I mean, they got decent tight ends with Dizzley and Fant. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they got they got sure. the
0: weapons. You want to run us through a couple quick hitters from Yeah, the I was just bracket. looking through
1: the uh, – I don't want to forget about our little four teams. So, they're still integral members of our league. So, I wanted to give them some clout. Uh, the first thing I noticed was that uh, Mundus, even if he made playoffs, he would have lost you. So, can we put that to rest already? That, like, <laughs> it didn't fucking matter. I mean, it was just more like I got in over him than whatever. Uh, Joe Dennis – there was a lot of uh, waiver activity with Rex Burkhead and Darren o- Ogham J- uh, Josh added Rex Burkhead then and then dropped, dropped him within, within a the minute. minute. <laughs> He's like, no, nah, I don't think I'm one. <laughs> Which I don't blame him. So, But I really uh, got to applaud all the guys that were still setting their lineups to get that $20. Mm. Got to appreciate the business ethics there. Um, <laughs> one, one team I wanted to highlight, though, outside of the Dennis's is the Heflins. I think they're going to be one of the teams to watch next season. I don't know about you. I agree. I think... With C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson, those two tight ends, Justin Fields' recent fantasy emergence, not sure about a long-term real quarterback. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, he's putting up numbers, and he's still putting up numbers as a team, the Heflins. So they're going to be an interesting team next year. And then lastly, J.K. Dobbins. Pretty interesting guy right now if you've been watching the Ravens games. I mean, he's efficient, efficient, very, very high yards per carry, getting some high volume, but you can still tell that knee's bothering him. He's not, he doesn't have that burst of getaway speed. I mean, in that Browns game, he ran for like 30 yards, on, 30, 40 yards on one carry, and you could just tell that leg was hobbling him and he had to like just go down. Mm-hmm. I mean, any other running back that's. They're booking it to the end zone. Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting how he uses him next year with Gus Edwards on his team, too. I mean, maybe it's just a depth thing, but uh, pretty interesting what's going on in that running back room
0: there. So before we go off of this, I just looked up the current standings of the NFL draft. Uh, The Seahawks have the number three pick right now. That's insane. Um, The Lions have the number four pick. And the Eagles have the number nine. In the the one that they so, my the question
1: Saints. to you would be: Do you think the Seahawks or the Lions actually take those picks, or do you think they trade back no, and build more I mean.
0: picks? Uh, well, I mean, the Seahawks, I think they probably take them. Maybe, maybe the Lions trade so back. just because who, I think who are
1: the top teams? Texans and Panthers? No, uh, no, not the Panthers anymore. Bears, Bears, yeah. So Bears aren't going quarterback. No, Texans are one hundred percent going quarterback. Right. So my question is: Seahawks. Might. I think they probably would. They might.
0: Yeah.
1: Lions aren't. No. There's a lot of heavy quarterbacks in this draft. Yeah. If you're those teams. I, I mean I bet But I, there's also some really good pass rushers up there, which the Seahawks might jump on. Uh-huh. Or, you know, who knows? I mean, Bears could the, use another
0: pass rusher. The Lions could trade back.
1: Yes. They could. You trade back two or three picks, not only are you accumulating... Their first, you're probably swapping first-round picks, but you're probably gaining a other draft rounder. capital yeah. in this draft mm-hmm. or next year's draft with a first-round pick. Because, I mean, you see what these teams have given up to get, like, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, right. and like,
0: or, or what the fucking Saints gave up to get Chris Olave. Like, I, that's wild.
1: Yeah, ex- exactly.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I think that's all. that's all we got for this section. Ready to call Tyler? Yeah, let's call him in. Hey, what's happening, brother?
2: Hey, hey, what's going on?
0: Welcome to Hensley's Hangout. How you doing?
2: I'm good, I'm good. Is this baby rolling?
0: Are you uh, are you still jet-lagged or what?
2: No, nah, I'm back. I'm back to reality, so we're good.
0: How was your uh, How was your trip back
1: east? It was good to see you a couple times, my man.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I enjoyed it, man. Going to Doss Beer Hall was a great time. You know, tough. Didn't get to stay for the whole game. Tough loss for, loss for the Ravens. But the Vikings game was electric, to say the least.
1: <laughs> Dude, we had quite the motley crew there with your your family, uh, Hannah, Peyton, Paul Sides, Mike Marshner. It was a real uh, meeting of the minds during Christmas season. Damn, that's a lot of people.
2: Yeah, it really was, and the whole bar was. Rude. You could tell everyone had money on uh, the Vikings. The whole bar was going bananas. Yeah, but right. there's a
1: lot of scumbags there. <laughs> Mike, Mike Marshner put a couple of G's down. So on was him. was TJ there wearing
0: his Vikings jersey? No, TJ was not there wearing his Sydney Rice jersey. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you were our highest scorer this week, and you didn't even play. How's it feel?
2: Oh, it feels great. I, if you look at my roster, there's a lot of injuries, a lot of nagging injuries that came from that that big old score I put up. We'll see how that uh, <laughs> so, affects um, well, let's, the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, so was that
1: twenty dollars worth all the the injuries you sustained for a bye week?
2: Uh, who knows? A couple more loaded baked potatoes from the Sizzler will do There
0: we be. go. So, yeah, let's let's talk about some of those nagging injuries. I mean, I think the one on everybody's mind right now, got to be Jalen Hurts. I mean, yep. it's, it's still up in the air. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, how are you feeling about that? Is Kirk going to be able to hold it down, or is he going to uh, turn into Perk Cousins?
2: Well, I mean, it's always Perk Cousins. I mean, hopefully he's going to have to take the reins. I mean, I got a lot of wef- weapons around him for him to do good, but unfortunately it does i don't know if jalen hurts will play it's saying that the reports i saw were like possibly two weeks so if it's two weeks they're they're estimating i don't know how he's going to make it back for one week and they've already clinched the playoffs so it's like why risk it plus they have gardner mitchy that can probably you know get him a dub or at least keep him in the fight so i highly doubt they'll play him but we'll see
1: yeah i think it's uh I think it would be very irresponsible the Eagles to play him this week against the Cowboys. I know Cowboys Week is like one of the biggest weeks in history. It's a national holiday and it's in Dallas. But it's like they they went out with Cooper Rush in the first matchup. They True. handed him like they gave him a little bit of a difficult test. But I just think you know, pure football wise, it would not be smart. Get him healthy for the playoffs. Make sure that he's there because they're also more than likely going to have a first round bye. Not guaranteed yet. Right. But you don't want to debt. Be, have that be detrimental to the team and but on a different note let's say he's out for two weeks maybe three because we let's say week 18 doesn't matter for mm-hmm. him right right so that'll be basically a month of him being out before he plays a game and when you don't it's want true, them right? to be like this first game back
0: in weeks to be that first playoff game hmm interesting yeah i don't know um,
2: yes, someone needs to someone needs to call uh, the Eagles and tell them that Ty has got a big playoff game. I think that, yeah. a lot
1: of people are calling the Eagles saying he needs to play because a lot of people are likely in fantasy playoffs just because of Jalen Hurts alone. And I think a lot of people are hoping to grease some palms, and get that deer antler spray, and get his shoulder all worked up.
0: So a, a couple other names I wanted to run by you real quick just to, uh, yep. just to check out what's going on in the in the facility over at the Erdman cellmate. Um, Ramondre Stevenson, what's the word? Is he playing through it?
2: Uh, I don't know. I saw. I looked at a quick little report on it. It said you know, he was limited. Practice on Tuesday it was an ankle. I mean, I don't know where that came from. I mean, the final maybe
1: in the- that, uh, that 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 uh, annexation of Puerto Rico play they ran uh. against the Raiders. <laughs> Fuck.
2: Yeah, maybe that hurt his pride, which then you know radiated down to his ankle. I'm not too sure because he busted like a a 30 yarder, and then I don't know where the injury came from. Maybe he went clubbing afterwards and something
0: oh, like Fred. He Watt, pulled a uh, he pulled know. a plaxico burris, or shot himself lemon, in the foot.
1: Or a lemon pepper Lou, Lou Williams, <laughs> he, he loves his wings at the titter.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, he's probably hanging out with Fred Watts too much and trying to bust a <laughs> move and, and hurt himself, but. Who knows? Yeah, so yeah, we'll see what Ram- Ramondre Stevenson does. Luckily I have some options in the backfield, but again, I mean the whole team's looking real thin and we talked about it last week. I mean, with playoffs comes around, it's really a crapshoot. You never know. Injuries pop up. I think I think, so I think
0: you're I think you're playing a little coy in this press uh press conference talking about you're really thin you put up hundred and eighty one points this past week. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I know, yes, that was last week, but if you look at my roster currently, you should, you should see how many people have the thing the, the questionable beside them.
0: And, you know, the, only, the other player that I wanted to talk about on a different note Noah Brown. is Noah <laughs> Brown. The stock is going up, baby. This guy catches Tyler, touchdowns like it's nobody's business.
1: Tyler tried to sell him. Now, he's, now it's going to be a hard. Everybody's chomping at the bits to get Noah Brown.
2: <laughs> I, I, I've, been telling, I've been telling you boys for a long time that Noah Brown is a meal ticket.
0: And the number <laughs> one thing about up, Noah Brown. He's young. He's young. Oh, yes.
2: I mean, he's young. He's the third option. He's great. You know, if all crap hits the fan and I need to really bring someone in, no Brown's my guy, right?
1: Tyler's Tyler scow- uh, scouring the bottom of the papers for the undrafted free agents is because they're <laughs> under the age of 24.
2: <laughs> That's it. That's how I run my operation over here. they got to be in between that age range that I like, and they got to be at least third on the depth chart as a wide receiver.
0: So uh, we don't necessarily need to do this here on the air, but uh, we need to spitball potentially some some segments, some regular recurring segments. Given the uh, the feedback that we got after your last episode, you're yeah. you're, a, you're a star. A star yeah, is born.
1: I mean, a lot of people were texting us, and uh, I know the group message was uh, <laughs> definitely raving about it. I mean, what's your what's your secret? Is it just the one liners? Is it just the content? Like what 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 gives you that natural aura on the air?
2: Well, first off, Pat, keep your name out of my mouth, okay? That's
1: definitely
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have no idea um, uh, we'd had, I, I really don't know I'm glad that everyone enjoyed it it's, it's, it's like I said, it was fun shopping up with all you guys If there's some type of segment that makes sense More than happy to do that But I think you guys got a good thing going If you think adding me in a little segment
0: here and there Works for you guys, I'm all about it but well, I'm Let's, sure let's workshop it also- Let's take yeah. that back to the lab
1: Well, As, our, as, as your, our self-proclaimed manager Of our talent you know You get first dibs at your own segment first
2: well, I appreciate that. I, I would have no idea what that segment would be. I mean, we could run it back, and you could just people could call in and just ask me to spell words. That always plays well, <laughs> since I'm a, a god awful speller.
0: Excuse me. That. This is not. We're not. We're not that. We're not going for that kind of lowbrow audience oh, here. Okay. On Henson. I wouldn't rule it out. It's pretty funny.
2: <laughs> well, that would be that. So we'll, we'll like we said, we're spitballing here. So you know, we'll just workshop that one at another time.
0: We're we'll gonna, circle like, back. We'll, we'll take I'll this go. offline. Well, yeah, exactly. I think that's that's all I got, Pat. You got anything for him?
1: no uh tyler did you talk to your brother about being my new roommate for a couple of weeks oh god
2: no I, I didn't talk to him about it i know that you had talked to me about it and i know he was talking to you but i let i'm not his agent it's the other way around he's my agent so i put I, a
1: little loose leaf paper on the door that says cell block eight that's his room
2: well <laughs> good good i know he likes that because i'm cell block four so it's always good <laughs> right down the hall
1: yeah well uh i'm uh excited for him to get his uh his work going back east so i'm trying to help him out a little bit while he uh, finds some stable housing other than my house you know because i have all the hookers it, i do have a no soliciting sign on my door if you didn't notice that
2: no i didn't but that's well, good to know i mean i'll send a couple of cronies your way that i know from uh, Craigslist <laughs> and make sure they can fill that room for you if all nothing else guys
0: if nothing else this uh this partnership should yield some some uh podcast content
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, if they do end up living together, I mean, it's Schmo 1 and Shmo 2. How could it be? Uh, wait,
0: what was it? Jamoke. Jamoke.
2: Jamoke, yeah, Jamoke 1 and yeah. Jamoke 2. Yeah,
1: the inmates are running the yard. If... <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. I mean, you'll see there'll be a bench press in the front yard. They'll start buying, owning pit bulls. It'll be a real blunder over there at the uh, like uh, Western like boardhouse. It'll
1: literally look like DMX album cover. <laughs>
2: Not
0: well, a bad thing. Tyler, thank you for fitting us into your busy workday over there in Pacific time. It's uh, way past way past Theo's bedtime over here. Uh, talk to you soon, brother. Yep, take it yeah. easy, my man.
2: Absolutely. See you later, guys. Peace.
0: Always good to hear from him. Uh, number two seed going into the playoffs. Um,
1: it was really good hanging out with him last week. I was glad to catch up with him. Yeah, Have of course. a few cocktails with him too and uh seeing seeing the ward family is always a treat
0: always uh was dan getting rowdy Nah, he
1: was uh he, he was definitely mixing in the water oh there we nah, go he, we were, we were <laughs> he's changed
0: some, in his old age
1: we were throwing some back together it was always nice to catch up with miss chris as well stevens the man madeline always a sweetheart talking about oregon football mm, there uh, you go she's got a speedy recovery after having an appendectomy that was pretty interesting to hear baby Jules, life of the party angel yes love her yep
0: yeah. Well, uh, I guess let's, let's uh, keep it rolling. Let's get I Choose You. I I choose you oh. All right, folks. So just like every week, me and Pat are going to pick our winners for the matchups coming up. Um, whoever gets the fewest right is going to be taking a shot of the Lord on air next week. So we only actually spec out winners and losers for the remaining playoff teams. So should we have finals? done the rest of them? Nah, I think this is fine. I mean, I think our playoff
1: guys are just setting lineups just to get the highest points, maybe for money, not really caring about wins. Because, I mean, our draft order will be locked up for our positions one through six after this week. So Well,
0: that's actually a good point. We should talk about that. So last year, one through four. Those are based on regular season performance, correct, but five and six is actually going to be based on who wins this week between you and Josh, right? Yes, I think
1: that's how seven and eight go as well, yeah, yeah. so the consolation whoever game,
0: gets the highest score whoever wins wins gets the a lower draft. draft
1: yeah, pick. it's it's a, but for me, I don't have a dog in this fight, but I just still want to make money, oh so right like, I course. give my and yeah, I mean, I'm sure true. Sean wants me to win because yeah. he gets a higher draft pick, but yeah. That's a good point. You no, know, I mean I I'm not gonna tank just because you know I have morals,
0: but <laughs> let's go into our semifinal matches. So up first is going to be Abshagen 2032 versus Dan Erdman's cellmate. I, I want to say Tyler beat me the when we when we played during the regular season. Um, he obviously has a great squad, but I'm gonna bet on myself here. Um, even if Jalen Hurts doesn't play, I think I think I'm hopefully going to be able to pull it off. He does have a lot of really good matchups for his RBs. Um, if Derrick Henry has a ceiling game against the Texans, which is he's liable to do, um, you know what he average if he averages against the Texans, right? No, he like, like
1: averages like 200 yards a game against the Texans. Are you kidding me? Remember that stat? Like if he played the Texans every week, he'd for like the last couple of games, he'd get like three 3,300 yards a season. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I mean, with that being said, I think I'm gonna pick you with uh, Josh Allen. I'm not even fucking with you. Like that's a real stat. Um, Josh Allen and Joe Burrow are playing incredible. I'm gonna go with you. What do you think?
0: I'm going with me too.
1: Yeah. So I think I think you have the better team, but just be prepared to get a boy fucked by Derrick Henry. All
0: right. Well, let's. I Jalen. I hope you don't. I hope you sit this one out. I think, yeah,
1: if Jalen Hurts definitely sits out, he's got a tough order. to. Hit. It'd be Perk Cousins and Taylor Heineke more than likely.
0: So up next, Boakland is playing against number one seed Prudence. You think Prudence's team is shaking off the rust a little bit after that bye week?
1: Uh, yeah, I I hope they don't get too comfortable in that one seed. You know the Ravens did it a couple years ago with the Titans. 14-2, <laughs> and two. Lamar, 36 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Brutal. They they. I was at that playoff game. They laid an absolute egg. But uh, hopefully he gives uh, Cock Turdy to go with McCaffrey and Jacobs. You think uh, he starts Cock Turdy? Uh, possibly. I love that name,
0: Dude, uh, Probably the instant greatest cl- com- instant classic.
1: <laughs> Such an Adam nickname, too. Like he only he would have that thought to have that name.
0: instant classic. I love that.
1: It's like a porno name. It's also <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, Cock with McCaffrey and uh, Josh Jacobs has definitely been his mo. But. We have to see how AJ Brown is going to do with Gardner Minshew if he's the quarterback. That is a really
0: good. And point. Dallas Goddard, I mean, He might be getting back, but Minshew's we'll got to be one of the best backups in the league. Though. Yeah,
1: he's, he's pretty a colorful. Decent. Yeah, I think he's a uh, safer guy. We'll see. I mean, on the road in Dallas could be hard, but mm-hmm. if he can get Goddard off IR too, that could be a nice little security blanket for Minshew. That's
0: a good point. Uh, Brady's got um, Cardinals this week, so I mean, yeah, he could be dangerous. You're taking prudence. Yeah. Well. Just for the sake of uh, just for the parody. sake of parody, I'm going to be going with Boakland on this one. Um, I think Jones is going to go crazy against Miami. I think Mahomes is going to have a great game against Seattle. That defense has been really banged up, not looking super good. Um, so I, I think I think he has a really safe floor with his stars. I think Jones he's been playing really well and mm-hmm. like. This time last season, he had had been kind of in and out of being banged up and questionable Yeah, and, and I mean... I was expecting the same at the end of this season, but he's been pulling it, pulling him and, it together. Him and
1: Dylan have had a really uh, good one-two punch this later part of the season. In the beginning, not so much. But, you know, Packers also are still playing for something. They're not yes. mathematically closed out. Right. They're in that... uh that little section on your TV screen called sniffing
0: around oh they're not even in the hunt they're just sniffing around that's that's what they're calling in the hunt now <laughs> sniffing around oh, okay <laughs> yeah
1: so I mean they're the Packers are still playing for something so you know when you get in towards these playoff weeks and I like that we finished the week before the last week just so that they're actually being utilized and not being set.
0: Right, of course. Well, I guess we'll see what develops. Um, you're going to that Christmas Eve game coming up, right? Yep. It's going to be fucking cold. Have yep. you seen that weather? I mean, the high is like in the low 20s, right? Yep.
1: Yeah. And low thir- like low teens is their butt wind chill, single Jesus digits. Jesus Christ. So so is it, 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 also- it going to snow? No, thank God. Uh-huh. But it's going to be a slightly windy. I'm going to be touching the lights so you know the wind's going to be swirling up Dude, there. That's going to be crazy. Yeah, Tim Wilson and I are making the trip. Mm. Hunter Stem, owner of the Prudence Island Trans. Very interesting. I've been chopping it up with him the last couple days about our plans for tailgating and That'd stuff.
0: That'd be fun. Oh, hell yeah. You guys going to tailgate?
1: If we're going to try. He's uh he's more worried about his, uh, as he told me today, his Israeli girlfriend from Miami. I'm She's I'm never worried. seen snow or cold. I'm coal. worried
0: about you guys getting frostbite tailgating in the teens.
1: Hey, we're football guys. You're not a football guy? I am. Fair enough. If we're going to be stuffing our pants with hand warmers mm-hmm. we're gonna have multiple layers yeah we're gonna get some uh get some nice little food and get the put the liquor jacket on tyler or hunter recommended just just drink some fireball <laughs> that, that'll warm us <laughs> up
0: fair enough um well i think that's all we got for this week yep let's
1: hope lamar plays let's let's clinch that playoff birthday. happy holidays boys yep, take
0: a deuce <laughs>